Hey guys, welcome to the Katie May Show. I am Katie May. I hope you are ready to keep it real and talk all things marriage because that is what I do. Thank you so much for joining me on the journey in the pursuit of having an awesome marriage and accepting nothing less for this one and only life we get to have here together. Let's do this. Welcome, welcome. I am super excited to talk to my favorite person about sex and money. So to, before you introduce yourself, Katie, um, and hi, I'm Rebecca, if you don't know me, business and mind, money mindset coach. Um, I have Katie, relationship and mindset coach over here with me. Today, we're gonna be talking about sex with few disclaimers. First of all, um, little ears, this is not made for little ears. We're gonna be talking about all things. So please, no little ears. Second, <laughs> if there is, um, any ch children conceive after the fact? Not them for us. <laughs> we're, not, we're not liable. <laughs> we're not liable. <laughs> All right, Katie, tell us about you. Oh, hi, hi! I'm your favorite person. I'm so excited. Um, hi, yes. Also, neither one of us are uh, licensed therapists or uh, doctors. So uh, this is all personal advice and information from the lives of Rebecca and Katie. Yes. <laughs> I feel like I need to throw that out there. Um, <clears throat> I am Katie May. I'm relationship mentor and mindset coach. I help high achieving women achieve and experience, sorry, create and experience the uh, deep connection and intimacy they truly desire in their relationships by embracing their vulnerability. So that is the short end of the stick as to what I do. Uh, but yes, also a former client uh, of you and former coach of you and <laughs> former no, uh, we're, we're current we're current mentors like Rebecca and I meet now every week for each other and we take turns yeah. we take turns calling each other on our on our craft that's what we do we coach each other so there's no former over here because once you're in my life no. you can't get out but <laughs> I do want you to start with this story because we're having a workshop soon so if you're listening to this we're having a workshop February 12th, all Ooh. the way through the 14th, about sex starts a breakfast. Hey, ladies, if you are listening to this conversation between me and Rebecca and you are like, oh my gosh, I want to join that conversation. I want to receive their coaching, their mentorship. Uh, how can we work with these women? I have really good news because yes, this podcast is coming out after our release of the very workshop we discussed in it, but that is okay because if you are catching this podcast prior to February 27th, good news, you still have ch a chance to join us in our very first ignited program. Now, this Ignited program, what is this? It is six weeks of live calls between Rebecca and I and a community of amazing, high-achieving women who, just like yourself, do not want to settle for meh in the bedroom or in life, for that matter. Uh, Rebecca is a, uh, as you've already guessed and listened to, she is a amazing money and business coach and also has so much life and experience 
in regards to coaching women in their marriages and their relationships alongside, of course, myself, who I specialize in coaching women in their relationships. And ultimately we are focusing in here and we got together and we're like, dude, let's just do this program. We want to not only just run a three-day workshop for these women, we want to be able to walk alongside you, mentor you as you make these changes in your life, help these stick, right? So if you are looking for a community of like-minded women, it's like I said, it's only six weeks. We meet weekly Tuesdays, 1130 mountain, 1230 central, uh, 130 Eastern, and we are kicking off Tuesday, February 27th. So if you are listening to this and you're like, yes, yes, please. Where do I sign up? Please see the link and get in touch with Rebecca or myself, and we will get you signed up ASAP. All right, ladies, I hope you enjoy the rest of the podcast as much as I enjoyed having the conversation. So Katie, will you go ahead and share this story? <laughs> share the story? Like when I heard you tell it? Is that yeah. what I'm going to start? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so how, how did sex? Well, first of all, Rebecca and I are, um, to the, to the degree you just heard, Rebecca was, um, I, I first came into Rebecca's life by hiring her as my business coach and joining her amazing six figure society, women's community for women who are looking to hit six figures and go above and beyond. Um, so I came to her with literally like, um, I had a really bad marriage. I learned a lot about myself in my marriage. I fixed a lot of stuff in my very bad marriage and, uh, you know, challenging marriage. We'll say that. And, and, uh, and in the process, I discovered that I just absolutely loved helping other women, um, do the same thing. You know, uh, we had so, so many, I had so many blind spots, like so many people were willing to, uh, justify my poor behavior and, um, not help me grow in the midst of a really challenging situation. And I figured out that like, dang, like even, even in that, during that time for me, I was like, I want somebody to call me on my crap. I want to be able to grow. And so when I learned and I got therapy and I started to heal and I got some coaching of my own, you know, I was so called and driven to be like this women need this, like by the, you know, thousands, millions, you know, <laughs> we, we need this. Um, and so I came to Rebecca and was like, okay, I have an idea. I know I can help women. I just have no idea about the business part of it. So you do, you tell me what to do. And she did. So, <laughs> and, and now, and now I, and now I have this amazing business that I get to work three days a week, <laughs> making, <laughs> making six figures and doing things like this. But then uh, Rebecca uh, came around and wanted to hire me as her okay. relationship coach. Let me let me tell that story. Okay. So you tell that when story. Katie was um, in my group, she would hear little things, and then she called me out in my own coaching. <laughs> in my own coaching, and um, not a lot of people can call out high level women, high achieving women, right? That there's not a lot of people in my life that can actually call me out and see my blind spots. And I saw that in Katie. So when my husband and I were having difficulties, um, she was the first person that came to my mind. And I oh. said, Katie, I need you. And this is what's happening. So Katie has an amazing program called Game Changers. You guys should check it out. 
is truly going to change the game for you. I can honestly say that my husband and I have never had a hotter sex life. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> uh, but most of that, more than that, right? Because that's that's for sure the um, cherry on top. Because yeah, you but guys we, had a you guys had, had a pretty steamy sex life. <laughs> <laughs> that's what got us in trouble to begin with. Um, <laughs> but more than that, uh, Katie really helped me with because we don't have any examples in our lives of people with amazing marriages and that is the truth when I look around there's no one in my life who is like oh yeah I want that kind of marriage and Katie really helped me create that and create that connection with my husband and help me become vulnerable because I was someone who used intimacy as a way to overcome our lack of I use sex for a way to overcome our lack of intimacy. And you were able to really call me out on my shit. So and avoid, avoid conflict. Yeah. Uh, that was fun. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Calling people out on their BS apparently is our God-given gifts collectively. Right? Collectively. Uh, with love though, right? With love. And so, yes, we, uh, I love, love Rebecca dearly. And it was in her, uh, it was in her six figure society where she was coaching one of the women and see, this is why we decided to talk about sex, right? This workshop that we've got coming up, it's all about sex. And, um, people are like, where is this coming from? And we're going to tell you. So <laughs> Rebecca and I, uh, through our weekly discussions have many a conversation and we're open and we are honest and we don't leave anything out. Nothing really makes us blush. Like, we're just like, let's just talk about this. Right. Um, and we come from completely different backgrounds as far as, I mean, in so many levels, we come from different backgrounds, but especially raised up and what our beliefs were surrounding sex and relationships. And um, to the degree that we now are so aligned in our beliefs around sexuality is pretty cool, which is why now when we have these conversations, we've learned so much from each other. We're like, we, we need to talk about this. Like women need to have hear this conversation, you know? Um, and so she, I was sitting there listening to her and as they oftentimes do that business and your relationship, you know, in, they intertwine and this one woman, I don't know how it came up for her, but, uh, actually Rebecca was like, well, how's your sex life? So she's talking about business and Rebecca's <laughs> like, how's your sex life at home with your husband? And she's like, what? And I'm like, yes. I see where she's going with this. This is so good. And uh, and then um, the one woman starts complaining about her husband and complaining about like, oh, God, I just don't even it's like one more thing to do. And I just don't I like it's like, oh, my gosh, please don't touch me. Oh, God, he's going to want it tonight. Ugh, right. Like that kind of that was pretty much what I remember. And I'm sitting there like as a relationship coach, like just chomping at the bit, like ready to be like, oh, oh, call on me, call on me. And Rebecca goes, honey, sex starts at breakfast. Okay. And I'm like, oh my gosh, mic drop. And I was like, I laugh because I always tell Rebecca, like, you need to be a marriage, you need to be a marriage coach. She's like, no, I'll save that for you. <laughs> but that being said, Rebecca uh, would like to now explain to the listeners, would you like to explain where sex starts at breakfast came from for you? Sure. So when I started really questioning working with you, so, um, right in a little before that, questioning my sexuality, and it just it was one of those things where, um, first of all, my husband and I always had a sex drive, and we have amazing chemistry. And again, that's what got us in trouble and keeps getting us in trouble to begin with because we sweep everything under the rug under the disguise of makeup sex, right? And uh, we had this, 
Wait, I want to interject because I love that you're so open with this too, because like so many women need to hear this because I, I was the opposite, right? Like I was the, like, if things weren't right between me and my husband, I was like, you ain't getting any. (laughs) And you, I was like, things have to be so good for us before I even want to even think about doing that for you. And Rebecca's over here like, let's just squash this and get to it. Right now, but let's get it on. (laughs) Yeah, right? Let's get it on right now and then just pretend that everything's okay. (laughs) But then if that doesn't work, right? Because it was just a few weeks later, we were having the same argument over and over again. And And I believe that a lot of marriages do, right? Like we don't, most marriages don't break up because of the big things. It breaks up because of the little things over right. and over and over and over again. Right. Because also I want to interject on that because I I honestly would love to have somebody just be like, you know what? We were in a bad place and we were like, let's just bang it out. And I'm yeah. like, yes, I love that plan. <laughs> like it's there's no time. You know, it's not the time to solve conflict. when you're mad, right? Like we, that's, that's like the worst time to solve conflict. So if you can like to have sex through that, like, I love that the issue becomes when it is the continuous bandaid over the bullet hole and the real issues underneath don't actually get resolved. And that no matter how you guys, no matter anybody listening, no matter what your pattern is, like mine was unhealthy, hers was unhealthy. It doesn't matter what you're using. If you're not actually getting a resolution, then you're going to struggle, right? Exactly. And you know, there's the, there's the seasons too, where I was seeking intimacy and then I learned how to better communicate. But then that became an issue with my sex life too, because he was trying to get it on going back to our old pattern. I was like, this is a great time for us to do budgets. Can we talk about bills? <laughs> because I was seeking that connection. Yeah. And I just, I didn't know how to find that rhythm, which I, I think we're a pretty good rhythm now where I can separate both things. So ladies, it's okay for you to hate your husband and still want to bring him out. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no one's judging that at all. We just want to be clear about that. Yeah. I mean, it's totally okay for you not to um, want to do it until the conflict is resolved. The only issue is the communication around it. Yes, a thousand percent. Which is, which is what brings you back to your sex starts at breakfast theory. Because, like, for someone like myself, this was something that I had to learn. Which is why I loved it so much when you said it. Because um, instead of it being like okay, sex is really like a thing that is for him and he needs it and he wants it. And it's something I can do for him and give to him. I, I had to switch it around in my head and be like, what do I want for my sex life? Like, okay, it's not where I want it to be. I was at the place where I was like, I would want to want to have sex because I just, I did not have the drive, you know? And like, I had no other sexual experience outside of my husband. And so when it came to him, I was kind of like, yeah, it was, I mean, it's good. Like it's good, but it's not like something like I have got to have. And again, it wasn't even having to do with like him and his performance or anything like that. It had to do with our connection and our ability to communicate and my ability to even know what I wanted. 
And that's the thing that sex, that's how sex starts at breakfast, right? When I started right. questioning those things and being like, okay, he can turn on and off, right? Men, they have 20 times more mm. testosterone than we do. They can turn it on and off. So jealous. And then, <laughs> right? Same. And then I started thinking like, what do I want of this sexually? Like the days, the patterns of when I want to get it on, what's happening? And most mm. of the times I'm relaxed. I wake up, I take an extra long shower, I'm shaving, I put a flirty, um, something that makes me feel sexy and flirty, um, underwear on and some yummy lotion. And if I get time, he walks in the door because I've sexed it up in my mind all day. I'm ready to jump his bones, right? And then he becomes the cherry on top. And that is how sex starts at breakfast because sex became about me, not yeah. about him. It was the intentionality behind like, hey, I want to have sex today. So yeah. what are the things I need to do throughout the day to make sure that I want to have sex, right? Yeah. Like for, for, I know some of the women are listening to you and I know, cause I talked to a lot of them, uh, are they thinking like, I, I don't, oh my God, how, like, when do you have time to like shave your legs and put this wonderful lotion on. And that just seems like so much extra work to, Hey, ladies, if that's not your thing, don't do it. You know, mm -hmm. the point is, is that's what made her feel sexy. Right. And that's what got you in the mood and made you feel beautiful and spicy and ready to go. And that was something like I had to learn, like, I loved lingerie. I used to tell my husband, don't you ever buy me lingerie. That is the most selfish <laughs> gift. If you want to buy yourself lingerie, like whatever, right? Like, I, I mean, I, I'm just saying, don't ever present that to me as a gift because it is so selfish. It is all for you. And then I figured out I like lingerie mm. for me because I feel really freaking sexy in it. And then I get to be this whole other like person. Not that like mm -hmm. I have to be a whole other person, but you know what I mean? I get to feel the sexy version of myself, the hot version of myself, which turns me on. And then I'm like, okay, let's go. And it's not all completely dependent upon how he's making me feel at the moment. Or if he actually took out the trash when I asked him to, it's like, oh, I want this for me. And that's what, you know, again, it goes back to sex starts at breakfast. And because otherwise sex becomes his bargaining chip. Yeah, oh, right. I'm not going to throw you a bone. You know, yeah. it just becomes this really toxic way and you use it as a punishment and also as a reward. But what we don't realize is that we're hurting ourselves in a way because you are a sexual being, even in those seasons where maybe you are not all for all that sex, right? You have little kids. But let me tell you, sex is like the gym. You don't want to go. But when you go, you're like, I'm so glad I came, Bunny <laughs> Right? And that's why you have to psych yourself to get in the mood. And maybe, you know, Katie's right, lingerie is not your thing and extra long showers. But you said something interesting, like, I don't have time for all that. I honestly feel time is not something we have. Time is something we make. We make. Absolutely. And how would you expect a dog to thrive if you're not feeding it, if you're not watering, if you're not walking it, you know, or a child or a plant, but we expect our marriages to thrive without sex, without yeah. feeding it, watering, being intentional about it. And that's something that you and I agree on. It's scheduling sex. <laughs> 
We do. Yes. That's the most controversial thing that we both agree on I is know. scheduling <laughs> sex. And you know, what's funny is because I absolutely hated that too. Like I love, I love bringing it up for the first time with new clients. Cause they're like, are you kidding me? And I'm like, I know, I know. Cause I'm not talking about when Harry met Sally and they're sitting there and they're like all excited and they're getting in the mood and they're like, yes, let's have sex on Saturday. <laughs> That's not what we're talking about here, guys. Um, no, it's uh, again, it goes back to this is the whole reason why we're starting this and we're going to lead into now a whole program over this because it's the intentionality behind your sex life. And while just to Rebecca's point, to your point, right? It's like we're sitting here talking about um, like as far as sex um just just happening, right? We just want this to be this firework moment of, oh gosh, like when we were dating and when we were on the honeymoon and you just whip me up and throw me on the table and it was so hot. And it was like, yeah, um, life's changed. Things are different. We're not living in a fairy tale anymore, right? And so it's like, it doesn't have to be any less hotter. Actually, to Rebecca and I's both personal and professional experience for women we've coached, it actually gets so much better, like mm -hmm. so much hotter because you are, you're, you're more attuned to yourself. You're more aware of what you need what you want, what you desire, because you're putting it on the calendar and you're like, yep, that's the day I'm going to, I'm going to get me some. And then you're having fun with it. You're sending flirty texts throughout the day. You're, you know, grabbing his, -hoo -hoo, but you know, <laughs> when he's leaving before he leaves for work to let him know what's coming when he's coming home versus waking up being like, Oh my God, I swear. If you want some today, I have the, I have, I have so much to do today. Like I do not have time for this. If he's going to want some, I'm going to wake up and make sure I don't brush my teeth. I'm going to make sure I keep my hair on top of my head <laughs> and my robe tight. And I want, I do not touch him and I will not wink at him. I don't want to give him any impression. This is how much thought and energy I actually put into like turning my husband off on days when I was overwhelmed because he wanted it all the time. He wanted, yeah. I was very, I was very blessed in that regard. Like he wanted it all the time. And I was like, I need to figure out ways to just push. And he didn't even care. I could be like completely <laughs> ugly, not showered. Like he was just like, let's go. Who cares? Yeah. But this is the point is scheduling it, making it about, Hey, I want this for me and my sex life. I want to connect with my husband in this way. And it was my choice. My decision it was so empowering and so hot. <laughs> So Tommy, and there's little nuances because when you coach your clients and um, you also say scheduling, make sure that both people know. So for me, we have a little, and this yeah, we is have a little difference. so, yeah. it's going to be so cool because we're going to be sharing what works for all of us. I don't tell my husband, his day is Wednesday, he's been Wednesday for five years, he still has no clue it's Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> Unless he listens to this podcast. He's probably not going to listen to it because he has no <laughs> social media. But he, um, it's Wednesday, it's always been Wednesday, and here's why I don't tell him, because I don't want the expectation. Mm -hmm. I get that. Yeah, I do understand I this. Yes. I, yeah. If it's like one more thing on my checklist, I don't want to do it. I want it to be like me day and then... You know, a few Wednesdays, I'm not in a mood after five years, you know, but um, I'm always in the mood. But here's also the other interesting thing is the parallels between sex and money. And that's where I love this conversation, because when you said like the expectation of it just happening, how many times do we have this expectation when it comes to money? That money is just going to magically appear on our account. The client's going to magically land on our lap. And one day 
all of our right. bills are going to work itself out without us having any intentionality behind it. Yeah, we would love that. <laughs> and then, and then we get clubbed on the face with reality. <laughs> oh wait, we're not in a you know Hallmark sitcom, and <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. So many parallels, including body image. How many women do I know? Do we know mm. that don't want to get naked with their husbands, right? Oh that gosh, they don't yes. want to do it with the light on because they're afraid of, you know, the dimples, the cellulite, the stretch marks. And I was so blessed to be raised by a mother who's an artist and she drew, she draws and paints nudes. So my whole life, I've seen women are beautiful and what they have doesn't take away from me. And I see how crazy that is because 99% of the women that I talk to haven't had that upbringing of that openness and body image issues, a big deal for them. Yeah. Oh yeah. Especially after I had kids. Oh my gosh. Like that was such a mind. Yeah. Oh, and you see for me, like my belly looked like a Halloween pumpkin. I was stitched up together and I was getting, you know, making another one. Well, and that's, I mean, again, it goes back to, it was interesting because I was listening to, um, we were, I think we listened to him. We were listening to this podcast and this woman who actually used to be a former sex worker. And she was talking about, she would always inquire the men who came to see her who were married. She's like something like crazy, like 89 to 90% of the men she was sleeping with or hiring her were married. And she would always ask them like, why are you here? What's driving you here? And I loved this because I think this is just spot on so true. And every woman in the world needs to hear this, which is why I'm sharing it is because she was like, they would say, my wife put on 10 pounds. My wife had a baby and, you know, then put on this much weight or whatever the amount was. And then it was like, I'm sitting here listening like, oh, hell no. Right. And then she continues to say, and then they would say, and then she stopped. She changed how she behaved around me. She Mm. stopped pursuing me. She started covering up and not wanting the lights on when we had sex. She stopped feeling sexy. Not the guys were like, I'm fine with the extra 10 pounds, like more to hold on to, right? Like they had nothing against it. It was the fact that the women put the extra pounds on or had the baby or didn't feel sexy anymore and completely changed how they acted around their husband and their husband still yearned that y'all I am not giving these dudes, uh, (laughs) I'm not giving them off the hook. Please let me just stop and get that caveat out there. However, I think that is like, that's so much wisdom that needs to be shared because um, this, I, I see this all the time when I work with women and their relationships, it's like, they, these are blind spots that they're missing. It's like, look, he's missing a very important part of you. Because you changed, because you feel differently about you. That's the person he had with you when you guys were early on, when you felt good about yourself. He loved that version of yourself. It's not the extra weight that you put on. It's the fact that you no longer feel sexy and you've told yourself you're not sexy. And somehow now you're you're not also worthy of good sex or feeling sexy about yourself. Like that sucks. We could go on, right? It sucks. And I can, I have a personal story to share with that because I had two children back to back, 13 months and 13 days apart. And I also had a thyroid that could be, so I gained 110 pounds. So my husband has seen me look like a different person. Okay. 110 pounds, like my 13 year old is probably 150 pounds. So he has seen me 
with very, very, very different body shape. Yeah. And he has never cared because what he wants, it's not a lack of cellulite. It's not a six pack, which I've never even had. They want the enthusiasm. Yeah. They want to be wanted. And yes. when we're talking about money, right? Clients and looking good on paper, no one wants you to be perfect on paper. What they, they want, yes, I thought so. Sorry. What they wanted was the enthusiasm. That's what they want. That's what money wants. That's what your client wants. But one of the most amazing gifts what that my mom has given me was just not having any hangups with body issues. We can just, you know, be us and not really worry about um, what we look like because you're so much more than a number on the scale. You're so much more than a number in the bank. You're so much more than what you tell yourself that you are, you know? And I really would love and I will love <laughs> to see all women just owning their sexuality 110% because once you do you're going to be start owning all parts of you all parts of you and that's going to be super freaking awesome because when we're talking politically right we always undermined uh, religiously I don't think that the church does a great job talking about sex Terrible. at all terrible, terrible job <laughs> Sorry, just jump right? in there. because it's like don't ever have sex and when you have it oh please go ahead and multiply the earth while you're at it <laughs> well yeah that's i mean that's how i was brought up a thousand percent like you just that's the messaging you always hear is like look save it for sex which i still very much um subscribe to or save it for marriage and that's like it's so much more special and safe and i absolutely love it so um, but however, the problem is, is if all you're hearing is you keep your legs shut, it's bad, it's terrible, it's yucky, we don't talk about it, it's impure, blah, blah, blah. Like these are all the just the negativity surrounding conversations around sex in churches. And then it's time when, okay, and then when you get married, boom, be a sexual being, you know, just, just want it all the time, have it all the time. It's like, dude, I've just been conditioned that sex is gross. Sex is dirty. Sex is impure. Like you, you should shame yourself if you're even thinking about it, touching yourself. And then I'm just supposed to be this sexual being like, uh, no, that's actually not how people work. So yes, I thought I, another huge reason why I'm so passionate on the topic, because all of the stuff I had to unwire and rewire in my own brain surrounding my relationship with sex as a, Hey, God, like gave us this. And it's a beautiful thing. And he created the ability for us to freaking orgasm and have this tremendous pleasure. Like, let's go. <laughs> let's celebrate with what he's given us, you know, like, and not cheapen it, you know, like, this is why we want to have this conversation is because we still want to keep like sex special. But we want you like, we want everyone to just enjoy it for like everything that it really could be. And truthfully, and I know this from experience in my own marriage, even though we had a very challenging marriage and um, it's no longer a marriage, uh, I, I, I still was able to have like the best sex of my life with that man under these circumstances because of all of the internal work that I was doing on myself. Sex got so much better. He wants, he wanted to know what turned me on. He wanted to know that information, you know? Mm -hmm. So when I was able to actually articulate that and communicate that to him, that's 
it happened, you know? So, yes, I um, did not save myself from marriage. And those are the, one of the things that I have different point views of that, but it's super, super cool to get the amazing experiences. Now we'll say to like the best sex of my life has been with my husband hands down because of that intimacy, that vulnerability. So ladies, if you're ready to really deconstruct all of the things that you thought that sex was and all the parallels between sex and money, because it's all about you. Come join us for Sex Starts at Breakfast. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. Are we not going to? Oh, this is my life right now. Oh, that's like, okay. Dogs barking and kids jumping on my lap. Y'all know what this is like, right? I'm like the UPS driver has to pull up right now. Um, we're not talking about ignited. Are we keeping that on the? Yes, deal? no. Okay. We're yeah, talking because about gonna, this is this is throwing right here, throwing it. So Rebecca and I are so excited and so greatly excited about this that we decided we're gonna do a freaking six week program for y'all. Oh, snap a doodle. So get if you are hearing this after the workshop, that's okay. You might still be able to hop into Ignited, which is why I wanted to make sure we brought that up. Rebecca, yeah. fill them in on the rest of the details. Ignited so is six weeks with both of us. Katie is going to be talking all about relationships, all about sex. And now we'll be talking all about business and all about money because at the end of the day, it's all about you. And we're on a mission to deconstruct everything you thought you knew about you, about your sexuality, about money, about abundance, because one of the four steps to quantum leaping, and quantum leaping, if you're not familiar with that term or you don't like that term, the Bible describes as transcending, transcending time and space to achieve your goals faster, and it all starts with pleasure. And abundance is a byproduct of pleasure. So come join us. We're going to be making a space online that has never existed before for us to truly talk about the untalked about, for us to touch on what no one has touched on before. And this is your space to thrive in every area of your life. And walk away unblocked from any sexual blocks, from any money blocks in six weeks. And you get to hang out. We get to hang out with us for six weeks. Like, who wouldn't want to do that? I know. know. If you have never had anyone calling with shizzle before, let me tell you, you're in for a treat. (laughs) But again, with love. We have have lots of people who stay around us after we call them on their shit. (laughs) I don't think anyone has ever walked away from us. I think that they get more attached to us when we call them. (laughs) Because your life just gets better and better as a byproduct of it. Yes. And Rebecca and I were talking about this. We're like, you know, like if literally nobody signed up, which we know that's not going to happen, we're just going to hang out for six weeks (laughs) because it's fine. Like we got it. We got plenty to talk about. And this is it. We were talking about this three day workshop and I'm like, man, we have so much more. We've got to be, we we can help them with like, we've just got to make a program out of it. So that's what we're doing. We're freaking excited. Uh, Reach out to Rebecca or myself. You can find me. Um, on Instagram at uh, uh, intimacy underscore revolution, uh, Katie May, K-A-T-I-E and M-A-E. That's where you can find me on Instagram. So intimacy underscore revolution. And then of course my uh, podcast also uh, at, um, what is my podcast name? The Katie May Show. (laughs) It's like, I'm like, my mind's like my three-year-old's in my house. I need to go get her now. (laughs) 
Okay, ladies, we're going to be talking. I'm Rebecca Lima, the coach, Rebecca with one C, and we're going to be talking about porn, religion, body image, cultural beliefs, social norms. And as Katie said, we're going to be walking away with a completely different life, the most ignited version of you. So I'll see you next time inside Ignited. Bye. Yes, bye.